I'm delighted to, to introduce you to is uh, somebody I've grown so close to, but as in the world at large is happening more and more, has still yet to meet in person. And today I'd like to introduce you to Elaine Sugar. And Elaine, I'm going to actually hand, hand the mic over to you as you introduce yourself and the amazing work you do. Over to you, Elaine, ta-da! Thank you so much, Janetta. And it has been such a pleasure getting to know you. This is just proof that these online virtual relationships can be powerful and impactful. So when we can't be together, we can still connect. And that's really wonderful. So I am delighted to be here. I am Elaine Sugar. I am the founder of a nonprofit organization called MAPS Global Events. That's an organization that has a twofold purpose. What we want to do is enlighten and uplift the public. So we have these wonderful experts from around the world who come together to provide information, to share their years of experience in wellness, to offer you all different types of ways that you can live a vibrant life, because one thing doesn't always work for everyone, right? And then we also uh, focus on giving opportunities to practitioners, coaches, motivational speakers to help them get exposure so people can find out who they are and what they do, because we have so many talented, passionate people um, and sometimes you just need an opportunity to shine and let someone see that. So that is what we do at MAPS Global Events. It's a nonprofit organization, and uh, it's really about enlightening and uplifting. You know, what I love about you, Elaine, is your strength comes through and shines through. Wherever I go, I see you. Uh, you're, you're omnipresent. And of course, that is the secret to, to, to networking. Uh, and I, I'd love to share more on the tips and hints and, and secrets of networking, because a lot of people find it very mm. tedious and shy away from it. And I'd love to, to capture that. And, and perhaps we can help a few people to get over any uh, reservations they might have. Yeah. But I would love now to step back into your story, the Elaine mm -hmm. Sugar story. Yeah. Um, that's inspired you probably from your greatest pain or pains to do mm -hmm. the work you do and, and what it gives you. So what's brought Elaine to this point? You know, it was actually through someone in our wellness community that I had the opportunity to really go deep and make that connection. So as I said, it is about being passionate about helping others and enlightening and uplifting. But also after doing some work myself, I came to realize that my connection started with some things that I observed in my family. So I can think of being probably about 15 or 16 years old and someone in my family had been struggling with drug addiction. And I remember my mother working um, to figure out a place where they could go and get some help because we had watched this person decline and we were so happy that they you know, finally said, hey, 
I need some help with this. And I remember, you know, going through back then it was the phone book and I'm calling around from place to place. And I didn't come from a family that had money. My family was poor. And uh, so just calling around and just being about 15 or 16 years old and starting to realize, wow, so even if you acknowledge you have a problem and you're, you're saying you want help, there might not be help. And I, I think before that, I thought that it was always just, you need to say you want help and you'll be able to get help. And I remember that feeling of that realization and it was really painful. And I believe the only place that we found that would take him now, things are, are different now. This was when I was about 15 years ago. I mean, 15 years old, but um, the place that did take him said, we can take him for three days. And, and then that, yes. And so that stuck with me as as a child and then growing up and seeing my grandmother who was uh diagnosed with schizophrenia and what she had to go through when she had to be moved into a facility and go into a place that you have to go where you can get some type of assistance if you can't afford to pay on your own and just always knowing that that's not the level of care or the type of place I wish we could have afforded to put her in. So about probably about maybe it was about 10 years ago, my mother was diagnosed uh, with dementia. And it was just such a weight put upon me because I had seen these examples in firsthand experience before where money made the difference in your care. I just felt an immense amount of pressure on my shoulder to find her a decent place. And I did my best to step her through different phases of care so that we didn't take away any of her freedom or independence too soon. But having dementia, you also want to make sure that they don't get in a situation where you find out they need more help or supervision as a result of them doing some harm to themselves or walking off and not being able to find their way back home. So yeah, those years of helping her and supporting her when she was diagnosed with dementia, I, I felt that heavy weight of whatever care she needs, you always need to, to do the best to to get her the best we can and how is money going to play a role in that and so that that has a lot to do with why I want to make sure that people know that there's help that there are things you can learn to do uh to have a better life wow I mean that's quite a journey and uh if you were to look at having walked that walk with your family member and well, all of it, um, and it having led you to do the work you do today, what are you doing differently in that work? What, what, what has it brought that's been able to make this work so, so different compared to how other people do it? 
Yeah. So one of the things we do, we do our best to get the word out to make sure that everyone knows that you can come to our events. You can listen, you can learn. Um, we actually have a wellness library that we have once you become a member of our nonprofit and our membership is free. It takes about 90 seconds to submit the membership form, um, all done online, it's a very quick process, but that will automatically route you to a wellness library. And there are over 200 expert presentations and you were a part of that wellness library because you were kind enough to share your story. And um, that's one of the things that they can see in that wellness library. So sometimes it's just enough to have some motivation. Sometimes you need education. And so that's what we offer and we're growing. Last year was our first year established and the a community that has surrounded us, people like you, who have your own causes, but you see the benefit in collaborating and it doesn't you know, hinder us that we haven't met or that we're not in the same country. It, it has really been a beautiful thing. And I must say it's a global community um, that makes up the community uh, of our members and it is really added to us. Yeah, it's been very powerful. And, and that has been the upside of COVID. Yes, really, truly has been the upside of COVID. It's brought us all together to on levels that were, in my opinion, fairly superficial before. Yeah, a lot so, of times. Yeah, and I mean, being part of what you did last year was such an honor and, and privilege. And I could see the great work you were doing because if I was to be honest to myself, when I started out on this journey, and I've been internationally online for forever, mm -hmm. a good 14 years now, I, I was one of the first to start doing Skype consultations. I mean, it's wow. just crazy, absolutely mm -hmm. crazy. Um, but one of the things I've noticed is that as more and more people collaborate, and I first started off, I found it daunting because it felt like every part of my space needed to be collaborated and networked because the, uh. the collaborations were coming in left, right and center. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be part of everything and anything and all. And mm -hmm. um, I know you and I are part of, of, a, of a WhatsApp group that is enormous and uh -huh. the offsets of that WhatsApp group, I'm part of five and the messages just ping in. Yes. So what would you say your, what would your advice be for anybody who's going, I really, I've got this amazing product, service, story, whatever it is that I want to share with the world mm -hmm. to get out there. What would your advice be with the, with the collaboration overwhelm that can happen? What would you suggest one does? One of the things that uh, I suggest I can't take credit for myself, someone actually gave me this advice when I first started pulling together our first event last September. The person said, once you share your vision, who you are, what you're doing with people, 
don't fight or don't try too hard to convince anyone. He said, because you want the people who are your tribe. And when you put your honest, sincere message out, it will resonate with your tribe. And that's who you want. So I think to your point, sometimes you want to be everywhere all the time. Everything has a little excitement to it, right? But if you can connect with your tribe, talk to your tribe, those days when you don't have energy, those days when you run out of ideas, because you are with your tribe, like-minded people with similar passions and missions, you can actually draw on your community, excuse me. <clears throat> or sometimes when you are not working, when you are not networking, people have heard your message, they sometimes will deliver it for you. There are people who've gone to networking events that I couldn't attend and they would come back and say, hey, Elaine, I want to connect you with so-and-so. I met them. I think you and them, you know, have an opportunity to do something together. So once you're always sending out your authentic message, once you are showing up as you, people get to know you and you don't always have to do all of the networking. Sometimes I finish a, a conversation with someone that's a one-on-one -on -one, and I might leave with four other people that they want to connect me with on LinkedIn or Facebook. So you don't have to do it all yourself. That's the benefit of a tribe. And then I think also, again, when we're working on our passions, uh, there are some times where I lose sight. And just to be really candid, I have family and friends who will tell me, hey, are you taking any time for yourself have you gone for a walk in the past week? Uh, what are you eating? So, so we don't always get it right, um, to, to be quite honest. But your tribe, your family, your friends, that's why it's important to choose them wisely um, and be honest with them so that if you start to have some missteps or go off in a different direction, you have that kind of relationship with someone and you know it's comfortable kind of touching on the shoulder and saying hey I'm observing this and I'm seeing this and this concerns me so I, you won't always get it right get the right tribe around you and when you're not getting it right they'll help you get it right <laughs> yeah that's I, I, I so identify with that and out of that list of of what you've suggested the one that i love the most is when you realize that others are have got your back and they're out there going you know what i want to connect you with this yes. person and you go mm -hmm. wow okay fine and what i have found is that um when i've got all these things happening and there's a lot of opportunity coming every which way and it needs sitting down and reading or listening and reading and listening and you go how many times of the day can i sit and read and listen mm -hmm. um i've now got to a point where i let the synergy of the universe lead me and if i happen to glance at something or enter somewhere or be somewhere and something happens, I know uh, I must take note. Mm -hmm. 
rather than diligently going through all the messages and all the opportunities. And I know a, a lot of networkers don't agree. They think you've got to be in touch with absolutely every single person. And I think mm. that can become too much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I had to learn that early on. And that timeout, I so agree with as well. It's mm-hmm. so very important to bring that, that balancing act in and to know that there'll be times where you don't get it in balance. And that's also fine. It's not about it getting perfectly okay and you, you've got that's it super right. duper, super perfect because we're messy. We're, we're messy. Mm-hmm. Human beings are messy and, and it's being imperfect in the perfection and per- perfect in the imperfection. That's right. That is exactly <laughs> right. And, and, you know, even to get to a probably much more granular space, as you're growing, you can look for things that aid you in growing. Someone gave me um, a suggestion, something as simple as putting a Q&A um, bot on your website. Sometimes people have questions and they don't necessarily need to talk to you in order to connect with you or your movement or your organization. They just wanted to know something in particular. So there are things like that. It doesn't replace you when someone needs to meet with you personally, but you can start to look at, all right, does it have to always be me that provides the information or is there another way? Now, several people's questions could be answered while I'm asleep, especially when you're dealing with a global community. So there are different things that you could start to ask people in your network, um, hey, here's a challenge I'm having. What are your thoughts? There are a lot of people that have, you know, done this long before I even started, right? So there's that experience. So genuinely ask people, open up and tell people what challenges you're having. And sometimes you get fantastic advice. I mean, I was talking on a call with someone recently and they said, I don't have messages in my inbox when I go to sleep whatever I don't get to at the end of the day I delete it all and I'm like I couldn't imagine (laughs) but for them that puts their mind in that place of freedom that helps them function and so people who know them know listen if I didn't get back to you it's gone if it was just something you were sharing with me as an FYI and I've missed the opportunity, so be it. If it's something you needed that's really important, you're going to have to follow up again. But yeah. just let people know, I think that communication, people want you to come to a networking event once a week. There are some groups I've joined. And in full disclosure, I tell the person right up front, just so you know, where your meetings fall, they're not going to work for me most of the time. I'll be there when I can. The person says, oh, I still want you there. So that's another point. Sometimes, you know, at the beginning, and sometimes it's a great cause. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that. Very well put. So as we, as we wind through to the end of this insightful interview via podcast, uh, what would you say your biggest aha or insightful moment has been on the journey and creating your network a a particular story where you've gone wow 
or a particular happening? Yeah, I think it was something that I alluded to earlier um, when I was asked at one of these networking meetings, and it was a networking meeting that has some people who are very experienced in NLP. And um, the person started asking me some questions about why I started this wellness nonprofit. And I was answering, you know, just like I was answering here. And they took me through a series of questions. And this process probably took about 20 minutes. But they ended up towards the end asking me a question. They said, imagine that you are on one side of a river. And you can look across and you can see land on the other side. Who are some of those important people in your life? Who's the most important person over there? And, you know, I was thinking about everyone who is alive. And I said, well, I don't want to choose, you know, (laughs) everybody's important. And then uh, he rephrased it and said something to the effect of put the people in your life who've been most impactful to you, whether they're dead or alive, put them over there. And now tell me who's the important person, most important person over there. And it just clicked. I said, okay, it's my mom. And it all came out, all of that love. And she took such good care of me. I I tell people I grew up in a very poor drug infested neighborhood, but I grew up in one of the wealthiest homes in the world because I had parents who were such wonderful care providers and they taught me such a strong value system. So once he got me to that point, it was like a light bulb and it was like, you know, I wanna help people take care of themselves and take care of the people they love and have knowledge and information to do that. And that ties back to what I experienced with my mother. So that was a gift that person gave me that that day that's a huge gift and not only an aha but um it provides provided clarity and certainty for you yes yes and and, i am on track this is what i'm supposed to be doing thank you mama thank you thank you yes yes and and that gentleman just in case anybody knows him or heard of him is lee tony ware he uh, runs a group, uh, ECI. He's yeah, he is uh, very talented and has one of those networking groups that you talked about. Yes. And honestly, that's that's one that does not work for my schedule all the time. So that's a perfect example of where I say, hey, I love your group. I love his group. Has some great people in that networking group. And uh, if the timing was different, I would definitely be there every time they have a meeting. So that's a perfect example. Right. Wow. Well, Elaine, uh, you know, I just think the work you're doing is sterling because if I get into sensory about it, it feels like you're making an historical time capsule that's getting bigger and bigger that um you know records that can be accessed 
for time immemorial almost mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that they'll become part of history and that person in that space time created this and you can access that information through elaine's portal almost it's it's mm -hmm. it's really and that's where i see it in in the bigger picture that you're going to be a, almost like a reference library in the end as to what's been done and it, and from it what's coming from it so mm -hmm. huge kudos to you and huge kudos to you and our community because i am fortunate yeah. that i do not have to do this by myself there's a great community of of practitioners and just people who care um, yeah. that are pulling this together so i definitely hope that uh, your followers, your listeners will uh, look at our event page. We're having a seven-day event all online so that everybody in the world can just sign on and, and come and join us. And we're going to have experts from all around the world. This is all free um, from 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 9 p.m. at night Eastern Standard Time, September 11th through the 17th. So just come on, join in on the Zoom. We open with a wonderful music concert. We close with a quantum uh, music keynote uh, concert. So it, it's just a lot of other fun stuff thrown in there. It's not all serious. And it's, uh, it, it's a lot of information that can help you proactively do things to ensure that you're living your best life. Great, great time. Great, very special. And what I'm going to suggest is if you want to verbally give the contact details now, and we'll include it uh, with the oh, podcast awesome. when we, we, we put it out there. So where can people sure. contact you? All right. To register for this free seven-day event in September, you can go to vibrantliving.com. You'll see all the information and there's a registration form there that takes you about 30 seconds to fill out. And then if you want to become a member of our nonprofit and get access to our wellness library, you go to maps, M-A-P-S, globalevents.com. Wonderful. Elaine, as always, an honor and a privilege to spend time with you huge shout out to all you do and i can't wait to see where this takes you and us and the world at large thank you for being a part and thank you for having me you are so welcome